Right, so this is the Bring a Mitt podcast. We don't have another name at the moment. Uh, it might change, so don't get accustomed. We've got uh, two fellas here. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm uh, Rory Godia, uh, Professor of Film Studies at the University of Gloucestershire. And I'm Tom, I'm a Film Studies graduate from the University of Southampton. Right, um, so today we're going to have a little talk about Star Wars. We've got three tri- trilogies to talk about. We've got uh, we've got the original trilogy, which everyone, I think it's well established that that's everyone's favourite, the original trilogy. Uh, I don't know if that's the case with us three, we've kind of not talked about it up until now so we don't ruin the actual podcast but uh, I think the general consensus is the original trilogy uh, trilogy is the best uh, and then the uh, the new the newest trilogy is generally considered the worst is it not? Um, I would agree with that personally I would agree with that obviously it's one of the know. things we will it's one of the things we'll talk about when we're actually going through them one we um, one-on-one but I think just a lot of us because we were growing up with the prequels we sort of hold them to a higher standard than mm. they may actually be yeah I actually what I think and I haven't I don't think I've mentioned this ever but uh, I think I actually watched the prequels before the sequels but I was very young so I didn't actually know that the, the I mean I was very young before I say this uh, <laughs> before I actually watched... I didn't realise that the prequels, uh, the, the original trilogy even, was filmed after the, the prequels. So as in, I, I thought they were filmed as in 1, 2, 3, then 4, 5 and 6. Yeah, no, yeah I, I, do, I do remember finding... I remember my dad used to explain it to me and I found it very confusing. And the fact that it was... the first three were made after. Yeah. I mean, like... The, and the fact that it was called the original trilogy, I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> why is that original? That why is that the original one? But yeah. but uh, Tom, you you've got a lot to say about the uh, the newest trilogy. Would you like to say your piece on that? Oh, should we start with the newest doing first? chronological order, or should we? <laughs> but what is the chronological? Is it the the, the production say, chron- chronological order? Why don't we I'd say the limit. Why don't we do it prequels, originals, yeah. and then newest sequels? Yeah, the li- the linear narrative. I'd say. Yeah. Right, okay. So, as in, we're we're starting with young Anakin. With, uh, yeah, you and McGregor, those ones. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've I've got something I noted down for when this came up. Um, I've actually watched the video of um the casting of uh, Jake Lloyd for the young Anakin. Um, and then, oh, I was going to talk about this. Oh well, we knew this might happen because we didn't compare <laughs> notes, but um. No, I watched a video uh, of them casting Anakin and a lot of them didn't like Jake Lloyd because they thought he was like annoying, annoying little kid. Um, oh, I understand that. And I was looking at all the comments and everyone in the comments was saying, oh, they should have cast the other kid, the blonde kid. And the blonde kid was like some... He was. He looked about two years... No, he was two years older, but he looked about five years older. And... He was saying all his lines like he was already Darth Vader, and I don't really understand why everyone prefers that. I don't know why everyone prefers the darkness to to to, ha- to be in Anakin immediately, like as a kid. I don't, I didn't really get that. I don't know how. I, I think it would have been annoying if he was angsty the whole way through. Like, yeah. Surely you get angsty when you're a teen, not when you're fucking oh, when you're five years old. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Yeah. They need to. They need to give us a character that we actually sympathise with instead of giving us one that we won't like for all three films. This is a mature rated broadcast, by the way. <laughs> this is, my this notes, is... I've actually I've written, I've written child good actor. Child good actor? <laughs> Which child? There were three, Rory. Uh, the, the main child, the little blondie. The main child? Little, little blondie. Ja- no, Jake Lloyd yeah. wasn't blonde, so... Was he it? not? No, he's um, ha- he's, yeah, he's a- in the films, isn't he? No. Yeah. Well, if he yes, he is. If he's blonde, then he's a darker blonde. Because there was <laughs> there was another no because so <laughs> I don't okay, but they'll put the point is there was a blonde kid in there, like a very blonde kid, more blonde, uh, and that's who everyone was talking about in the comments, and they said he should have got it because. When he was saying his lines, there was like a tester line, basically, oh, I won't always be a kid, like, I won't always be, to Padme. 
and this blonde kid said it with like said it like he actually had like murderous rages built up already at what nine years old and everyone in the comments like, were just, like all of the little directors in the comments were saying oh great yeah we should have had that guy rather than Jake Lloyd but someone else I pointed mean, out that Jake Lloyd was the only one who was interacting with the objects around him which I don't know if you saw that comment Rory because I think what, it's like what, top comment what, what kind of objects do you mean? I don't know. It was just I think it was just um, engineering stuff. He was just he was interacting with it all like while he was talking, as if he was like distracted. Right. Which I thought I thought that was better, personally. Yeah. But yeah, what, I'd agree. Well, I think, think he was what, fine. I don't even think he was that annoying, personally. I I do think that he wasn't an exceptionally talented actor. I think uh, the, obviously. You rarely find kids that are very good actors. But. I was I was just gonna say like because I watched because obviously I watched the Sinner recently like the Julian season and the 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 kid in that in Julian in season two, Julian was a really good actor and I don't remember thinking oh that's the standard everyone should be at I remember thinking well that's like an exceptional circumstance like he's he's mm. much better than I've seen most child actors being I don't know if they're just getting pish, like, pushed more this age or if um. I, I I don't know, but I I I I never saw Jake Lloyd. I almost said Jake Paul there. I almost I never saw Jake Lloyd as a problem before. That'd have been a much much worse film if Jake Paul was in it. Yeah, I'm alright. Anyway, um, but yeah, the Phantom Menace in general, like, you know that that was just not very popular. It had the same rating as the uh, Attack of the Clones as well. Like they they were both kind of unpopular movies for some reason, and I don't I well, don't really get it. Well, one of the things I've noted out, I think the most most of the criticism comes from the overuse of CGI mm. or computer-generated imagery, and I think it is it is very off-putting when they've just got every scene is just green-screened and every like all of the characters who aren't human are just all green-screened. I think it is quite off-putting, and it, you can't you it takes your mind off of everything that you're supposed to be watching and listening to hmm it's like the the hot the same sort of problem the hobbit had um as oh, a prequel yeah. yeah yeah um everyone hated that well i i hated it too i wrote i wrote about that as, as well <laughs> i i it was it was like all of the villains were like cartoon characters like yeah in design yeah. and execution like everything but um yeah. a little stat think- a little stat is that um apparently in the third movie which I think Revenge of the Sith is a different conversation to the first two. Yeah, yeah. One of the best Star Wars films. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. But in Revenge of the Sith, apparently there wasn't a single actual clone in the film in as a person or like as a costume. There wasn't a single one. It was, it was just, just all CGI. All C- yeah, apparently it was all CGI. Yeah, I didn't know that. Which, yeah, that surprised me quite a bit. Uh, I think it's just... It's one of those things where it was new technology at the times, and George Lucas obviously was quite a fan of it, so he just wanted to use it for everything, just to see how far it could go. Mm. And I don't, I don't think it worked out. The first one was Yoda. The first time they used it properly, I think, was Yoda because Yoda was a. I think I don't know how much George Lucas changed. I actually can't remember. But in the in the second film, uh, he appeared as a. As like a in the first film he wasn't CGI and in the second film he was CGI, uh, and I think he went back and changed half of it in the original trilogy as well. So I think yeah, George Lucas oh, was yeah, completely did. swept yeah, away he, with CGI. He made Jabba the Hutt in the original trilogy at one point. He made him CGI, there's, didn't he? There's loads of there's random things throughout the original trilogy that he's just put like random CGI in the background. And he, it's, it's yeah, really he just, he's just changed it for no reason. Like, we'll talk about it with the originals, I think, but the Han Solo shooting first, I think that just that's one thing that everyone finds a bit annoying. I don't or, even understand that argument. Why is there an argument about that? I, it's because like, there was a thing, you know, when he's with the bounty hunter in the, in the diner, in the original yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Han Solo shoots first and just kills him like instantly, but um, for some reason George Lucas added that the bounty hunter shot first and then Han Solo killed him. Oh. I get, and I, I, think, I, I, I think just for his character, I think it, people cared that it would it was him shooting first and they liked that, and then they had no idea why he changed it. I've, my immediate reaction to that would be like, 
the idea that they want all bount they want it to come across that all bounty hunters are quite suspicious and quite on edge. I suppose they wouldn't want him to just be a, a random victim. They'd want him to be like someone who triumphed in like a duel almost, rather than someone who was yeah. just a m- cold murderer. They want to make him the smuggler with the heart of gold. Yeah, I, think that's what he's been I don't know what that means, but I'm not, <laughs> not going to ask because I might have dinner tonight at some point, and I don't want it to run over. Um, but anyway, back to one and two. Um, I actually, I kind of something to say. Oh, go on then. Go on then. Uh, what do you both think of Jar Jar Binks? I was thinking about uh, it earlier. Yeah. And I, when I was younger, I really liked him. Yeah, I liked him when I was younger. And it, oh, I'd, I'd like, I sort of get why people hate him. Like, he's very loud and um, a bit obnoxious, but I found yeah. him funny. Put it this way, right? Well, I, if it's the, the best way to describe... I'll come back to, uh, I'll come back to you, Tom, but... Um, the best way to describe this sort of generation in terms of how people... Um, treat comedy if you look on because tic- TikTok is massive right now if you look on any TikTok video where someone's trying to be funny okay not any video but like like certain people just attract comments that just say trying too hard or trying to be funny and stuff like that there's there's such a there's such a stigma around trying to be funny if you're trying to be funny no one's gonna like you if you're naturally yeah. funny it's fine go ahead I, I, I genuinely think it's just that I think last and also, also as well. Like I like I think Star Wars originally like it was kind of a kid film because the original I I don't know if it was all of them, but I'm pretty sure there were there were films in the original trilogy that were a U rating. Yeah, yeah, there, think, yeah, there I was. Number four is a U rating, isn't it? Am I wrong? I've I've seen at least is, one. Yeah. I've seen at least one that's a U right. rating, and I stuck with that. Basically. So, so you're so you're saying that Jar Jar Binks is it is a case of them trying too hard to have a comic relief character? Um, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I think it's just more. Um, I think it's more yeah, of an issue. Kids, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. I think it's an issue with people. I think it's an issue with people um, who have something kind of against those kind of characters, like like any anything trying to be funny. And to be fair, I'm kind of guilty with in the Avengers where I get a little bit annoyed about them trying to be funny in the Avengers like it's not that the jokes aren't funny it's that I can see they're trying and I think that's a, just a, a kind of a problem around our age group especially well it's it's like a time and a place for comedy and I feel like in the original trilogy it's like even if it's not trying like not outright trying for Jar Jar Binks to be funny it mm. just seems that way every time he speaks or every time he does anything or moves mm. even if it's not in the right place I think that's why it's a bit annoying for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put, he's a bit endearing though, isn't he? In his own way. Yeah, he's lovely. Put it put it this way though, if it like that, he kind of faded out as the seri- as the um, films got a bit more serious. Like cause he only yeah. appeared in Attack of the Clones. Like Phantom Menace was kind of not really that serious until like the last act, maybe, wasn't it? It was kind of it. It wasn't it wasn't like a, uh... a wholly serious film the whole way through anyway. I mean, it begins with a, a political blockade on a planet. Yeah, that's pretty serious. That, but that, that's the tone of it's not necessarily serious. I, I, I agree with you there. One of, one of the things I've known about for us to discuss is the story. The overarching story is obviously about Anakin turning into Darth Vader, but it's just interspersed by so much, so much politics mm. that most, most of which I couldn't care less about. Yeah. But well, yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of like it. I, it's like um. I like the Senate scenes. I think the Senate scenes are really good. <laughs> yeah, I think it adds like, in like adds layers and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't mind. It's like um the Jurassic Park. There's actually a lot of likening to Jurassic Park that's gone into my head here. But um, like the scene in Jurassic Park where they all they all sit there and um have a little chat about um whether the park is a good idea. That that scene I used to I gloss over. So I really saw that scene for the first time when I was a teenager watching it back. That was the first time I really listened and that's my favourite scene from Jurassic Park now. It's all stuff that you sort of like, like different groups of people might like it uh, or maybe you like it when you're older. Obviously there are cases, or like, you do need to have the serious moments and the moments like that in a film, but like in the original Star Wars, everything I loved about it was like the space fair and the going around having the having like the 
the jewels and all like it was fun. That yeah, that's the main thing I can describe the, the originals as fun. But then in the prequels, there's just so much, so much of it is bogged down by pre, um, by politics that I wouldn't describe as fun. Mm. And that's not what I want from a Star Wars film. You want more Jar Jar Binks? Yes, exactly. (laughs) um, No, there's a a theory that Jar Jar Binks is... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And that he was serving under Palpatine. Because he puts forward all the proposals that that make the Chancellor have powers, doesn't he? The emergency powers and stuff. It's always Jar Jar Binks that does it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's because he's impressionable. That's like... Mm. That's like blaming a kid. For, that's like blaming a little kid for being told to go out and murder someone. He is a senator. Yeah, but he's okay. I'd say I'd say I that. Think, I don't think he's been given the role as a senator due to his qualifications. <laughs> yeah, it's just who it's who you know nowadays. Uh, uh, I've just played devil's advocate. I know. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, um, while we're on this, uh, that that is another bit of trivia that I got is that um, the um, Palpatine scene where he m- managed to accumulate that power was um, a direct template of Hitler's uprising in 1933. Uh, oh, like, what, do you, what, what do you mean? As in he, what, as in... he, was, he got emergency powers, didn't he? He, he managed to convince right. people to give him emergency powers so that he could wage war. Right, there's, okay. there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of Nazi symbolism in, like, more so in the prequels. No, not the prequels, the sequels, I mean. Dangerous There's a lot power. of Nazi symbolism, yeah. It's the dang- First Order, especially, especially yeah, there's just, a Nuremberg rally scene, isn't there? Basically. Yeah, and they, they just, they basically just do the Nazi salute, don't they, when they're like... Yeah, I they, think so. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's a bit on the nose. Dangerous route, yeah. this. But Ginger um, Hitler in that as well. Huh? <laughs> yeah. In the new ones, the Force most, Awakens. The, the least intimidating villain of any film ever. <laughs> Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know the ginger First Order commander. Yeah, he was in. He played one of the Weasley brothers. Name's uh, Did Dom, he? Dom 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 Gleeson. Oh, Domino, yeah, Domino Gleeson. He's in. He's in the episode of Black Mirror and Ex Machina. I think I really yeah. vaguely remember him, but not that much because I didn't really take much from those films. I liked yeah, Rogue One. Um, <laughs> I liked Rogue One, but I don't know if that's within the discussions because it wasn't part of any of the trilogies. I mean, we can Rogue, One's, it. it's, Rogue One's in between it's yeah. prequels and the originals, isn't it? Do so, we talk about the point yeah, well, five? It's, it's it's like it's like the weeks leading up to the to a new oh, home. Cool. Yeah. Mm, the weeks. Um, well, oh, I assume, well, I assume it's based over a couple of weeks. Yeah, I suppose so. Um. But yeah, one one other thing I wanted to talk about is our, um, for the for the prequels before we move on mm-hmm. is the everyone's opinions on the casting. So like Anakin, Obi Wan, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, oh, I've got stuff to say about Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I I don't know. Maybe we should do the small stuff first, like all the little the little grievances before we go on to the big ones. All right, <laughs> grievances Can I say, as well. Uh, I don't to go back to the child actor because I had this point ages ago and I forgot to say it uh, <laughs> go on I don't think I don't think you could do a good job with the dialogue that he had like oh, how do you yeah. say how do you say this is pod racing and mm. make it sound good chapter 3 George Lucas go ahead <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he just, he just messed it's, it up completely yeah the writing is not is not the best even Harrison is Ford he, said um, that Back in the day, he said you you can read it, but you can't. Oh, no, he said you can you can type it, but you can't read it, or something like that. Mm. I've got a lot of trivia. Did he um was was the prequels were they solely written by George Lucas? I've got no um, idea. I can quickly look it up. Go for it. Um, but anyway, the other casting, like I don't think anyone can say. I think Ewan McGregor was one hundred percent. Irreplaceable, in my opinion. Yeah, he was... um, yeah, he is. He he embodies Obi Wan perfectly. Hello there. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> every non every I mean, every non every non authentic every uh, foreign actor that does an English accent is better than is just better than every English person doing an English accent. 
I don't know why. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same with the with Game of Thrones. Like, I, some of the English accents there are just so awesome. I don't know uh, why. I, th- I think a lot. A lot of Americans. Obviously, I know you and McGregor isn't American, but a lot. A lot of foreign people, when doing an English accent, they usually go for the the RP. The Queen's than, English. Uh, the the type of English accent that people don't actually speak anymore. Yeah. The one that all the Americans know. Yeah. Basically. Like, uh, by the way, George Lucas did write the Phantom Menace on his own. Just the Phantom Menace. Just the Phantom Menace. Uh, let me check if he did the other. Because two and three is where people actually start to. It's the oh, romantic yeah, Ryan, a... isn't it? In Attack of the Clones, the whole sand um, conversation. Yeah, it's just. I can't help but think I can't yeah. help that's more of a meme than an issue though. As much as it is bad, it's not like it's not as bad as everyone says it is. In, like it's I mean, not. It's not good. It's not good at all. No, but it's just like yeah. people people treat it like it's like the worst dialogue ever. It's just because it's such a big film and like anything like that is just getting it's gonna get bullied, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's quite it's, a bad it's, dialogue. It it's it's a t- it's a type of dialogue when. For a film this big and a film that people will care about, it's a type of dialogue when you're editing through it and you're reading it and you're going, that just sounds stupid. Yeah, I suppose so. Oh, oh, there's a second guy. There's a second guy that was on the second one. Jonathan Hales. Let's go cyberbully him. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> messed this up big time. So, well, what about number three? Number three is a bit better in terms of dialogue. Mm. Um, number three, I can't think of as, as many examples where I'm like this is bad that was solely George Lucas was it uh, so maybe he just sort of bucked up his ideas midway through uh, I mean he, he obviously had a, he had a large impact large input on all the new on, on all the originals as well so it's not yeah I think he wrote them with um, Lawrence Kas- Kasdan I think the guy's name is he did some of the sequels recently as well um, and they took him off for like the last two, yeah. in terms of screenplay, mm. and I feel well, like the the dip in the dip in story is quite noticeable. I mean, George Lucas wrote and di- directed the A New Hope like, like on his own as well, so it's not like yeah, it's not like he immediately. It's not like he was always a bad writer. He somehow moved into it. It's it's more dramatic though, isn't it? Like one to three is more dramatic, and it's ca- I think it's hard to write dramatic dialogue. He made um, Anakin yeah. seem like he had bipolar, but in a really goofy way. Like when yeah. he like when he starts like popping off about Obi Wan and people like that, just randomly, and his face starts like grimacing and stuff. You're like, all right, chill out. Even if you had bipolar, I don't think he'd be. Do- he wouldn't be talking like that. Yeah, well, I can't. I can't say I'm. A, I'm not a doctor. I, I think we can all agree that the writing. Especially in the first two, are it's it's just bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like we were talking a lot about. I mean, we've all said that we really like the prequels. Yeah, we've just mainly been speaking about what we don't like about them. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Right. Well, first thing I really I think what I think what embodies the prequels, which no one actually talks about that much, weirdly, is probably the music. So I think the music, oh, the music is, is yeah. Great. John Williams in the prequels yeah. is actually like I think it's probably it's, the best I've ever had watching music. It's not watching like, music. Um, is it Jewel of the Fates? Is it that one? I don't That's know. Playing. I thought I think it's I called think so, I think yeah. it's called Battle of well, the Heroes. Like, yeah, Jewel of the Fates is the the Mustafar one. Oh yeah, no no, Phantom Menace, the Phantom Menace one. Jewel of Jewel of Fates is the Phantom Menace, I think. Jewel of oh, Fates is, is is when they're fighting Darth Maul. Yeah, I think. yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which, and then again, Darth Maul, incredible, incredible villain. Mm. Oh yeah. Didn't say much. Like, Ten minutes. In, in Clone Wars and all the animated stuff, he's in yeah. Like he's yeah, he's, he's a bit spider. bigger. He's a big deal in the Clone Wars, which I don't actually cool. know anything about it, but I've watched part of it. I haven't watched the whole thing. I've, watched, like, I've, heard, I've heard very good things. But the Obi yeah. the Obi Wan Anakin battle that's apparently called Battle of the Heroes, and that shocked me because I've never heard that in my life. But that's apparently what that's called. Maybe it's just because everyone just types in Obi Wan and Anakin music. 
but um, and then obviously in the second film you've got Across the Stars, which is just a bit is a bit more cheesy, but it's very good. It's very good um, scores in that in that one as well, generally. But um, I yeah, I did see a hierarchy. I saw someone try to draw up a hierarchy of um, where the music was at its, was at its best, and all all of the prequel stuff was in the bottom three or four. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand that. Everyone had put like the, um, it he'd put all the original trilogy stuff first, and then all of the new stuff in the middle. And I just well, I, I couldn't get that at all. When you're thinking about it, you just need to, you need to think about what's most memorable. What's yeah, yeah. what's most iconic, and it's definitely the prequels. Yeah, and it's de- yeah, definitely. Like if someone was asking me to, like, hum a tune from Star Wars, apart from the obvious. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, yeah, obviously that one. It it would go to Jewel of the Fates, I'd say. Imperial March. Yeah. Wait, is that that's not oh, Imperial yeah. March? Imperial March is probably Imperial March is actually that's probably more but, iconic, but, isn't but, it? But, 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 that's yeah, probably that's more. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, okay, that's yeah. more iconic. Wait, that's the that's the originals. Obviously, uh, yeah, the originals. Yeah. Okay, but is de- it definitely not the sequels? They reuse. Oh, that was a bad voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not they, editing uh, that out. They reuse a lot of um, the stuff from the originals in the prequels, don't they? Am I wrong there? I swear I think, there's. I think they re they reuse it in most of them just because it's so iconic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I um has anyone got anything more on the prequels? Because maybe. We haven't even um, talked about episode three, seen, really. Yeah. Episode we three. We didn't talk that much about the casting, but I don't have many many other notes for this oh of course yeah. I, I, I don't know I, I, the, the big the big thing is probably the biggest thing we talked about so far is Hayden Christensen's acting that's probably the biggest oh, thing out of all of it that, that, that... it gets better it gets better as it goes it on it gets better mm. I do think his performance as Anakin is is passable but I don't think that he's an incredibly complex actor who can show no. a lot of range. That's fair. That's he, fair. Complex when, when is he, fair. When he attempts, when he attempts to show range, I think it does become a bit laughable. I think yeah, complex is fair. I thought you were just going to say, oh, like, because a lot of people like do just say, oh, he's um, like they they look at lines like certain lines and go, oh, that's such bad acting. It's like, well, well yeah, yeah, they blame him for doing his best know. with dreadful, uh, yeah. But I mean, in terms of like the emotion that they convey, like how many of us have ever been in that position, like in that exact position? How many of us have been in that position, showed our reaction, and then watched this film later on and said, "Nah, that's not how you'd react." <laughs> like, re- re- it's such a, it's such a weird, arrogant way of like judging a film, saying it's bad acting because we're all like we're we're all just viewers, aren't we? At the end of the day, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, I don't think he is. Actor, yeah, I do think uh, they could have done better in the casting mm. on on his part. Like I I know I know you're talking about um, the MC MCU earlier, but if there's one thing the MCU does well, it is the casting. Because every time they cast someone, I'm like, yep, that is that character. Mm. But when when I rewatch Hayden Christensen as Anakin, I'm thinking it's not dreadful, but it's it's not perfect yeah there's um it's a very it's a very small one but christopher lee as well uh we got oh, oh, he's so just great good. he's great in everything he's great in everything yeah Mount Dooku just... was really cool but i kind of yeah. wish they tried to make him out like he was like a bit more ideological than he was if you know what i mean i feel like in that film they try and bring him across as like this rebel who could maybe turn the jedi like turn jedi on their side to his side but when he talks, he's just sort of like, "Yeah, I, I don't like the light side. Look, I can I can do electricity out of my hands on this side." I just feel like they could have done more with him, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it just it, it mainly comes down to the writing, which I tell you what, is, it's, it leaves a lot to be desired. But if, I mean, Christopher Lee is just—he's good in everything. His his yeah. his voice is so iconic. You just would love. You could listen to him all day. Something that doesn't get talked about with his character as well in um, episode two is that he doesn't appear in the in the he's mentioned several times in the whole film, um, but he only appears as a character like well over an hour into the film, 
And I think that was done quite well, having a yeah. sort of a nameless, faceless character and then introducing him and having a, a nice, cool villain scene with him. That's something that go, well, that's that comes down to writing and directing that deserves credit in in one of the lesser yeah. films, apparently. Anyway. Obviously, it's linking this to horror in, as a genre. I think the best the best way to portray a villain or a horror character is to show them as let show them as show them as least as possible. Yeah, yeah, I, I massively like agree in, with that. Alien in Alien or in Jaws, like the classics, you like, you, and and in Rogue One. I think that scene with Darth Vader at the end is so impactful because you barely see him throughout the film. That's one of my favourite scenes in all of Star Wars, and that was like... I, I, I'd probably say it's my favourite. Oh, I don't know. I love the I love the the the, <sighs> the end of the end of episode three where it's like you were my brother Anakin. I I I have def <laughs> I have definitely watched that so many times. What, what? <laughs> yeah, I had the higher ground. That's your favorite scene. No, the bit after the 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 emotional bit, not the, the not the combat bit. <laughs> it's, 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 heart, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> anyway, anyway. That's such bad dialogue, and it takes away from that scene so much. Right, he's just screaming. He's screaming, "I hate you!" It's like, is that, is that all you could come up with? Yeah, I hate you. It's, it's like when you're it's like when you're writing in English, and they're like, "Don't just go like I had a good day. It was fun." That it's just it's what he's doing in that scene. He's like, "I hate you." Yeah, I'm not happy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He could have looked a thesaurus beforehand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, despise, maybe. Loathe. I don't know. He's not going to say, I loathe you, is he, though? Come on. He's going to say, I loathe you. Anyway, has anyone got any more quarrels with the prequels? I think we've spoken quite a lot on that. I think we could move on to the originals. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah, with the originals, literally the first the first thing I wrote when I was noting things down, undoubtedly the best, because they are. Yeah. Yeah. Best I, story, I think we overall. can all agree. I, I, just think, I, pref- I prefer the prequels, but that's just, like, I don't think they're better, Bergen, I just prefer them. Is that nostalgia? Yeah, that's what I was saying, it's nostalgia, because we grew we grew up with those films. Yeah, I suppose, that's well... What, I, we love them so much. I watched them at the same time, so I don't know if it... I, it maybe, maybe it's that, maybe it isn't that, but well, I watched... The I, first... Um, the first Star Wars film I ever saw in the cinema was Revenge of the Sith, and I remember just being in awe mm. at watching it. Yeah. But I, so, what 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 does everyone like about the about the originals? I was gonna say they do the simple things very well in a way that I don't mm. think the prequels do as well. Like it's a more simple story that sort of like, especially number four is quite a simple action yeah. film, isn't it? It's just, mm. yeah. there's a bad it's guy, just, they, we have to defeat them. Yeah, uh, they have this one task. Yeah. Well, yeah, the story's and, so good in The New Hope that they just copied it for The Force Awakens, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll say more about that later. Oh. Well, I love The Force Awakens, to be fair. Um, no, but and the thing, I think the thing they did very well with the originals was they added sort of layers to the characters as it went on. Yeah. Characters as they went on. Like, Darth Vader was just this sort of shell scary shell really wasn't he yeah. and then in the next film you obviously get the infamous Luke I am your father moment and then as Which it I goes ima- on, I imagine more more to him. being in the cinema at that point it would have that would have been amazing I wish yeah. I could have seen that in the cinema like the first day it came out I can't remember Gasping. my reaction to that bit I don't know what yeah I because I, I, I must have been like three four five when I first saw them so I just I either I don't remember it at all watching it for the first time, and it must it must not have shocked me that much because I probably didn't I'm, care. I'm pretty sure the first Star Wars film I saw was Episode Three. I'm pretty sure, and then I went. I think I got like four, five, and six bought for me after, and I'd obviously heard about the Luke I Am Your Father scene. So yeah. I don't think it shocked me as much. And also, um, and I, also, the I, end I of three. Saw the prequels before. Oh. Mm. Also, you saw Luke and the Luke and Leia bit at the end of season, uh, at the end of episode three. So, uh, oh, by yeah. the way, spoil, yeah. spoiler alert, guys! Spoiler <laughs> alert. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hope we haven't ruined anything for you. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but no, I, 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 I do like the I like the trilogies. I kind of do lump them in a bit because people say The Empire Strikes Back was the best one. That that's the general consensus it's, again. It's yeah, it's my favourite. Um, I I like the whole the whole bit with them saying oh, like um, I can't remember the exact quote, but where they were trying to get him to sit uh, where Darth Vader like found him in the. Uh, and, and said, oh, would you like to come to dinner or something like that? I, can't, I don't know if that's the exact quote. That can't be I the quote. I don't think that is it. I'm quite confused about what you're talking about, to be honest. The bit with... I, um, I think he's talking about when Darth Vader's waiting for them in the... In, like, the, oh, the dining right, yeah. room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> would you like to come to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame him for that if it's the dining room. That's, that, that would be the sort of thing. If you're waiting in the dining room, that's what you would say, isn't it? Yeah, very true. But, um... But, yeah, carry on. Oh, that's it. I, I just remember... I remember thinking that was one of my... That was one of my favourite scenes. Uh, from that film. But, like, I, I don't know... I don't know why everyone says it's so much better than 6 and 4. I don't know. I, I kind of lump them into the same kind of... I, I feel like four, five, and six could be one long film. Like I don't think I there's think, much I, difference between them. I think what a lot of people really, really thought was top class about five is the the final act. So we, when yeah. we see we see Han Solo, a character we love, like um, well, obviously there's the infamous line, "I love you, I know." And then he and then he gets frozen like that bit is just perfect. Improvised. And then Darth Vader. Improvised. And Darth Vader cutting off his hand, being like, "I'm your father." Mm. It's just the final act of that film is some of the best cinema I've ever seen. Mm. I think what I always loved about Five was how much they changed the tone. Like they made it so much darker, and they made yeah. the Empire feel like like an empire, like they're going to come down hard on these people who yeah. are rebelling. And I don't know, I guess I think it makes it all the sweeter in 6 when they sort of get their own back on them. They respawn the Death Star. Yeah, well, like, in, in, the yeah. film, in the film, Darth Vader is... Like, he's good, but I don't think he's the same intimidating villain that everyone says, oh, he's the best villain of cinema ever. But then in 5, you really start to see that take like, like take form, that, yeah. that intimidating, unstoppable force. Yeah, I oh, I I so I so wish the rogue the, the the scene in Rogue One. I so wish they had more of that in the original trilogy. Yeah, it's just I think it's just a lack of technology at the time. Yeah. Like, mm. a lack of like that is the the thing in the original trilogy that I think is the worst out of all three are the are the fights. Yeah, the like, fights. The I don't like the fights like at that. all. The choreography, not that it's bad. It's just. I think it's done better in the prequels and the sequels. You know when you used to, you know, you know when you used to reenact the the fights with sticks in like in the park or something. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like I was less, I feel like I was more careless doing that than than Ben Kenobi and and, and uh, Darth Vader was in their actual fight. Like they were just yeah, kind of like, hitting the just... sticks together as if they were fascinated by the sparks. <laughs> yeah, and they don't even, they barely even move. They're just like whacking them against each other, and it's just. And then he just disappears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where does he go? Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, interesting can fact. We, can we can we talk about? Sorry. So now you go first. You go first. Okay. Well, uh, interesting fact about David Prowse, the guy who um, it, I think he's technically the actor. I think you'd call him the actor. You call one the voice actor and one the actor. Yeah. Who played um David um Darth Vader? D- D- I almost said David Vader. <laughs> Anyway, the, the actor who plays Darth Vader is banned from official Star Wars conventions because George Lucas finds him annoying. <laughs> what? The, vo- the voice actor or the actual actor? The actual actor. That's what, uh, I gave yeah, a little right. disclaimer, Rory. Oh, sorry. I was, I was probably... I mean, while we're, to- while we're on the subject, I mean, James Earl Jones as Darth Vader is just incredible. He's just... Yeah. Like he's, he's got like a he's got like a Christopher Lee level voice where you yeah. hear it, it's instantly recognisable and intimidating. Didn't they have Mike Myers like as an option at one point? Like, didn't he film like half the lines? I don't know if I'm right there. 
What, I, I feel like he I've did. I've not heard that. I, I feel like he was. was about three years old when they were filming. Was he? Oh, okay, don't worry then. When you're saying Mike Myers, you talk about Austin Powers. Yeah. Let me. I'm googling. I don't know why I've heard that. Anyway, <laughs> um, born in that 1963, so he would have been 17 at the time, I believe, when the first one came out. Well, that can't be. Some of us. He's in the parody. He's in the parody film. I, I don't think that's correct. Anyway, anyway Rory, do you want to go on to your point? Because you were, you were about to <laughs> wind something up. Oh, I'm actually, um, I'm actually, hang on. Ah, yeah, I've got it. Can <laughs> we talk about, in episode five, why George Lucas makes a brother and a sister neck off? That is one of the weirdest things. Oh, uh, yeah. Film. Not as bad as the sinner. so strange. Honestly, not as, like as me. Yeah, not as bad as the sinner. Not yeah, as bad as Cora. <laughs> <laughs> he, he must... Like, obviously, at that point, he, he had a plan for all three films, because you can tell by the way they work with each other. What? So, he must have known. He just... I'm, like, obviously, like they don't know. Yeah. They, they don't know, but still, it's very it's very avoidable. It is, isn't it? It, it is doesn't have different. to happen. What if he did just improvise it? What if he just, like, every film, he's just like, right, we need a twist here. Brother and sister? But they made out, <laughs> sir. They made out in the previous film. Well, we'll just have to stick with it. <laughs> I think I think he was sitting in his director's chair and he was watching the scene. And he was like, mm, "Incest, incest <laughs> is what the needs." This, this is not a universal. Something's broadcast. not quite working. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, one thing I want to mention is in obviously the original plans for Return of the Jedi was going to have. They were going to have Han Solo die at the end. I've seen, um, I've heard that, yeah. At the end of Return of the Jedi? They, in, yeah, like right at the end when they were oh, wow. helping the Ewoks, they were going to have him die, but they felt that, that it needed to be a bit more light-hearted. But mm. I mean, I... Well, he... I, I remember Harrison Ford saying that he he wanted to die. That's why they, they killed him off in The Force Awakens. Spoilers. Because well, he wanted he wanted to die in Return of the Jedi. It was his idea, but George Lucas was like, "No, we need a happy, everyone's happy ending." Um, but I think it would have been, I think it would have been quite good for the film if he had died at the end. Yeah, I think that would have been an interesting way to go, as opposed to just yeah, making like, it like a fairy tale at the end. But yeah, like a sort of somber ending where it would be, it would have been nice, like to have you see everywhere in the galaxy celebrating like you do in the edited endings I think it's the edited ones yeah, I don't know if it's yeah. in the originals but they like see everyone like celebrating everywhere and then like Luke and Leia just like on their own with Chewie who's obviously would be very upset and them just being quite somber I think that would have been a nice yeah nice more more trivia um, first of all <laughs> first of all Ewoks <laughs> Ewoks were never actually mentioned in the um, in any of the lines. They uh, it was only ever put in as like a uh, in the script uh, for context what they were. Oh. Um, and second of all, with the um, and I saw this. I didn't actually Google this. I saw it accidentally. It um, is uh, the Wookies apparently when they're grieving, and this is related to the um, the latest films. Uh, when Wookies are grieving, they like to be alone and they don't really. There's no like display or anything, and they don't want to be with people. They just do it alone. And apparently, that that's got something to do with um, what happens in the later films. What? But how so? <laughs> <laughs> so. But what? Well, no, but when? I don't remember that bit being in the later films. Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, no, no, no. There, there was no emphasis on it. On that much. There was no emphasis there. But um, hang on a sec. That was like someone's J.K. Rowling Star Wars there. <laughs> there, there was, no, there was, there was. Adding things that make no sense, just. There was yeah, no, because... there was no emphasis on it. There, it was just apparently it was just a thing, like it, this sort of thing you'd notice if you were looking for it, maybe. Uh, I was going to mention that there's another thing like that where they sort of um, they just add things in later. But the last film, I know I'm jumping ahead here a bit. I won't reveal anything massive. There's like a there's a there's a massive event that happens where a load of sort of enemy troops just suddenly appear, and they never explained it until a Star Wars facts account that's verified tweeted 
what it was, like why it happened. How ridiculous is that? No context. It's, 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 it's never a good sign when you have to go back after everything's released to explain things because you weren't yeah. clear. Yeah, no. Is it is problem with those films? Is that is that a good segue yeah. into the the later? I mean, I feel like with the originals, there's not as much to say because we just all agree that they yeah. are great. There's not there's not so, a lot I mean, of criticism. It's it's a more it's a simpler film. There's not much to go on, but it is. Yeah. It's kind of like it, it's more it was it built the franchise. That that's what everyone's grateful for is that it was yeah. the it was the franchise builder. There's there's more figurines from those films than there are from the previous films because there's there's more re- big characters, more relevant yeah. characters. Well, the the imagery from the originals is just so much more iconic than any of the others. Like if you go, if you ask to name a Star Wars character, you're gonna go Luke or you're gonna go Darth Vader first before you go Ray or Finn or John. <laughs> uh, maybe a lot of people would say Obi Wan or Anakin though, wouldn't they? But again, Obi Wan is Obi Wan is an original. Yeah, yeah original I suppose he's Ben Kenobi character. though, isn't he? He's ben Kenobi. Mm. But, yeah, I think um, what's interesting when comparing the originals and the prequels is if you look at how quotable they are, the the originals are quotable for like like incredible writing and uh, yeah. like you get stuff like the what was the one for Han Solo earlier? Well, I love like, you, I, love I, you know. And I know, yeah. Yeah, and then in, in the prequels you just get memey stuff. You it get things like, that you laugh at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that shows that, you the real difference between the two. It's just everything, even though I know it's not great writing, but everything Obi-Wan says in the prequels, because because of Ewan McGregor, it just works perfectly. Like, hello there. Yeah. It just, it just works. I love it. Uh, should we talk about the sequels? Yep, yeah, I'm ready to go on to the... Uh, uh, this, is, this, this, so this, this is where I become less useful, because I've only watched Force Awakens and Rogue One. I, I decided well, we, not to watch the later ones. We'll talk about Force Awakens first because I think it is, I think it's the best of the. I really three. like that film. But I have to say, I, it's just I I do like it, but I feel like I like it because it reminds me of a New Hope. It's like a slightly worse a New Hope because it's like, oh, there's this new, there's this new, the the baddies, they've got this massive, world destroying thing. Oh look, there's one weakness we'll exploit it and destroy it and then yeah. the, there's the there's a teacher or the guide role so like in the first it's obviously obi-wan kenobi in the in a force awakens it's han solo who gets killed by someone who they had a previous past with who was yeah. good but now he's bad yeah it's just it's a there's a lot of similarities and obviously i know it's his own film but it's just it's 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 too similar for me to say it's an incredible film. I uh, think I think I'll always have a nostalgic like a nostalgic uh, I don't know companionship with that film because I remember going to see it at midnight when it first came out yeah. and just thinking like wow like it was incredible it, and I wanted to, I wanted to well, go straight back in and see it again. So I, I, I don't point, know I, I think. It's, it's, it's got a uh, it's on a perch in my head just because of how much I enjoyed it I I remember being there just in the cinema enjoying it so much and just well it's because yeah, it was the first Star Wars film I'd seen in the cinema since Revenge of the Sith when I was six or something so it's, it was it's an experience that I, yeah, it, it, won't was, be able to, it, was, I, it won't be emulated again it's a world it was a worldwide event wasn't it yeah and like I don't know. I don't really remember if Revenge of the Sith was similar like that. Yeah. Because this was completely new. I, mm. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I always hold that one up as a good film, I think. Mm. And I think uh, Ray and I think Finn were really good in that film. Like, yeah, I really I think enjoyed their characters in that film. Faye, not Faye, Ray, Finn and Poe are three characters that I think were hard done by in the later ones. But in the, that film, I think they're at their best. Yeah, the most recent one is the worst by far. I yeah, think. definitely. In terms I, I of think and everything. It just they they the, ruin everyone in that. I think. Yeah, the last the last Jedi I think is a it's a pretty good film, but I would have loved to have had um, 
it's JJ Abrams direct it and write it instead of Ryan Johnson. Disagree. I just I, I think, think I think what Ryan Johnson was doing with getting rid of uh, the Sith and the Jedi and making a new thing for the last film would have been so much more interesting than what JJ Abrams did with Rise of Skywalker. I'm, just... I... No, go on. Yeah, I'm. I'm only saying it because I think they would have worked better if they'd had the same director for all three. So maybe it would have been better if they had Ryan Johnson for all three. Because yeah. as a film, I I do like the Last Jedi. Obviously, there's Finn's whole side mission, which I mean, everyone That's pretty much crap. dislikes. Yeah, everyone hate. Everyone don't likes that. But other than that, there are a lot of really good moments in that film. Mm. The stuff, the thing I just, I hated that they built all this stuff up that looked like it was going to be really cool. Like they had all these yeah, kids and then... around the galaxy, galaxy, <laughs> who looked like they had like force powers and stuff like that. Uh, and I thought, okay, when they, when they go to the next one, there's going to be this whole new rebellion. Maybe there'll be new forces yeah, and stuff. Be... And then they go into the next one and they're like, we tried to send out a signal, but no one came. Like, that's yeah, just, it's such so a cop-out. They're literally just like... J.J. Abrams must have not liked what Ryan Johnson did, because he went into it and he's just like, all right, everything that happened in the film, we're just ignoring it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> here's, Pal, here's Palpatine again, for some reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Kylo Ren's not a good enough villain. We need to bring Palpatine back. Kylo Ren was yeah, yeah. Kylo Ren was the best part of the whole... Three episodes. I think. I think for the first two, yes, and then they sort of just shafted it. The the best thing about episode nine was that little creature that was doing the mechanic works on um, C three PO. I can't remember what his name was. His name was like Bolo Den or something like that. Oh yeah. He just appeared throughout, like up at windows and stuff, making little noises, and that was. I think that's the most enjoyment I had out of that film. So I I, I think it's one thing that. um, the sequels did best, I think. And I think this is more for the fact that Disney take Disney took over and this is their brand. They'll make a they'll make a serious film that have moments of levity and moments of humour. And I think the sequels did that best and it was mainly through um C three PO, especially in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. when you first see C three PO and he's just like Han Solo and Leia are having their moment and then he just pops up out of the bottom of the screen. I remember seeing that in the cinema and just laughing so much. I feel I, I feel like I am a m- member of the audience in this, but um <laughs> but like uh, I I I can't ever think like if can you imagine if they just do another three films in like five years or ten years, like they're in tr- they're in trouble. They're in trouble because we've yeah. we've got we've got the sequels, the prequels and the originals. What on earth are we gonna call the next lot? <laughs> the second sequels, <laughs> but uh, didn't they cancel a trilogy recently? I think so. Already, I think yeah. they're just they're just planning to do like Star Wars stories in the universe now. Yeah, which I which think is, is better. Better. I think they like. I I would like them to. I would like to see them just like don't even link the characters. Like obviously they had the solo film i think they shouldn't just they should just ignore it and just do do it inside the world of star wars but just have completely unrelated stories i think darth yeah, maul's I getting one that. isn't he oh that'd be cool I, that i'm, would, I'm yeah. so down for that <laughs> <laughs> that'd be sick. But, um, thing i want to because rise of the skywalker is is my least favorite of any star wars film and i think it's Less the film on its own, but more the way it works together as a trilogy. Because you you watch you're watching it and you're like none of none of nothing's been hinted at, and you're watching it and it's just it feels so unrelated to the other two films apart from the characters. And you're just watching it. I'm just like none of this makes sense. I don't like it. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel planned at all. And then there's like Finn and Poe, who were characters I loved in the first two. But then they're just like, yeah, they're going to not do anything. They're just going to have really minor roles. They're not going to change in any way. They're going to mm. impl- They're going to hint at things that will never be talked about again. Like when they're going under the sand and Finn's talking to Rain, he's like, I need to tell you something. And then oh, they go yeah. under. 
And then, like, ten minutes later, she's like, what did you need to tell me? And he's like, oh, no, never mind. And then they just don't mention it again. It's just not mentioned again. And there's there's a lot I dislike. And then the reason I think Kylo Ren... I don't think they should have had Palpatine come back. And I don't think Kylo Ren should have had had a change of heart because it's just... Obviously, they're trying to mirror Anakin... Yeah, Darth Vader, Darth Vader, and I don't, yeah. I don't think they should have. I think they should have just left. Like, obviously, they hinted it. I think it would have been good if they hinted it throughout the whole thing, and then just as you think he's going to change heart, then he doesn't, and then Ray has to kill him as she thinks she's getting through to him. I don't get I th- why they have to do things in cycles in Star Wars. Why can't they just yeah. do something new? What, like what's... an original story. <laughs> I get that nostalgia is a really good selling point if you're a company that wants to sell a film. But, yeah. I mean, just doing the same thing over and over again, it's like making a load of carry-on films. And I, I don't mean yeah, that's what people want Star Wars to be. I want... Uh, if I was going to watch... If I was going to watch a film where the, the, the same things happened, where you saw the villain come back, I'd just watch the better versions of it. Exactly. I'd want, like, I, want, I want it for a a new story, not the same one. And yeah. also, the, ki- the kiss at the end, what is that? Who kiss? Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was odd. Like, it's just as, like, <laughs> nothing hinted at the, the films. They have these weird conversations. He's a dick who's tried to kill her. She's tried to kill him, and then they're like, as you die, yeah, I'll, I'll try and kiss you. It's That's a, a bad good idea. One, it, it, make, it makes sense. It's just, such a bad oh. But people... <laughs> The... I always know I don't like a film when I'm watching it in the cinema and every 10 minutes I'm going, what? <laughs> and every 10 minutes in that film I was set, I was going, this, what is happening? This makes no sense. I, I liked that they had this sort of like mental link thing going on and I thought yeah. they could have done something really interesting with that. But instead they yeah, just sort of made it a love story. A weird love interesting story. concepts. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I feel Obviously, like indoctrinated her or something yeah there's a lot of interesting paths that they could have gone down yeah. I remember I think like a month after the film came out there was a leak for an early script that didn't have Palpatine in it I don't remember much of what happened but I remember reading like the first 10 pages 10-20 pages and just being like this is such a better star and it would it makes <laughs> like it actually links on directly from the end of Last Jedi oh really instead of just being like and like I don't know, I don't know the behind the scenes of everything, but I don't. I want to know what what happened for them to go. This isn't good. We need to just scrap everything and start again. Was that Ryan Johnson's script? That one. I think it might have been. So I don't get why. I know. I know it was a controversial film, but he proved yeah. he could do like complex sci-fi when he did Looper. Yeah. And I think you yeah. need to put a bit of trust in someone. For a, for a trilogy, at I least, mean, that there's going to be payoff is, after The Last Jedi. He is an incredible, like, director. Like, have you, I, I, have you seen Knives Out? Yeah, I love Knives Out. It's it's one of my favourite films like, of the last and, couple of years. It's just incredible. Uh, and that shows that he can tie a big web of different stories together and give it a payoff at the end that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. He, di- he directed a couple episodes of Breaking Bad as well. Yeah, he did. Like, he did. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the stuff now. Series five, the o- like one of the only episodes, one of the only things I've ever seen on IMDb to have a ten out of ten rating. The Oz- Mandias probably pronounced oh, that wrong. Yeah. Episode yeah. of Breaking Bad. Obviously, Henry if you've seen it, you- if you've seen it, you know what happens in that episode. But he's an incredible director. I think they should have just kept him because he clearly had this vision of what he wanted to happen. Is that the finale? Yeah. Breaking Bad? I think it's the Ooh. second or third. I think it's the second to last. I'm not no, sure. I have a oh, okay, right. Um, I'm trying to remember what that might have been. Um, was that the one with I, Hank? I believe... Yeah, I believe it's... Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, that yeah, is, is. That was... Yeah, that was that a very good episode. Just an incredible episode. And it's, I'm looking at it now. It's the only episode that's got a 10 rating. It's hard to call it incredible it's... because I remember just being associated with unpleasant feelings. 
It's, it's quite <laughs> weird how that works. I remember just being annoyed. Yeah, speaking, of, speaking objectively, as an episode, it is very good. Oh, yeah, no, but of course. It, 10 yeah. out of 10, really? As was, yeah, as Blimey. I was saying, like, it, just, it would have been better for him to continue his own, his own vision that he had instead of having yeah. one film set up so much just for the next one to ignore it and then feel completely rushed. It, like... When I watched Rise of the Skywalker, it, it reminded me a lot of the, the feelings I had for the last episode, the last series of Game of Thrones, <laughs> which I'm sure we'll we'll end up talking yeah, about in another in another let's podcast. Not get into that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um... uh, yeah, I think I think I've said most of most of the reasons why I think the sequels are the are, are my least favorite. Not that they're the worst, because I don't want to say that they're they're bad films, but they're the ones I didn't like. Does anyone else have any more grievances before I end on our closing trivia? Uh, do I have any more grievances? We could talk. We never talked about General Grievous, did we? In the in the, uh, the <laughs> you're a bold one. What a link back there. Hello there. Uh, I, I like General Grievous. The memes that come out of him have been I, funny. I Oh yeah, hello there. Have you, have you, have you, you are a bold one. Have you seen the the, the, the lightsaber collection like meme thing, where he just charges oh, uh, every, yeah. every lightsaber that that is like loose in just any of the films? He, he just just, he just runs yeah, after he, it. Have you seen the edit the edited one where they they cut off Luke when Darth Vader cuts off Luke's hand and in the background you just see general, general Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> uh, it's just. Oh, it's it's. I do I do love, and there's there's always ones where it's like, um, it's, there's, a, there's a picture of General Grievous at at his birthday party on his own, and no one else is there, and then it's just Obi Wan Kenobi going hello there with a birthday present. It's General Kenobi, you are a kind one. Oh, they should. That's where, that's, that's how they so should sweet. have ended it. Yeah. <laughs> so wholesome. Obviously, if you want to, we can talk about Rogue One if people want to. But oh yeah, Rogue One. Have you both seen Solo? I haven't seen Solo. I haven't. I haven't seen Solo. Solo is unreal. Solo's so good. Solo's I've heard like very good things. A, a proper good like it reminds you of Episode Four because it's just a nice like adventure story, and you get is twists it? and stuff in it as well. Mm. Oh, it's just so good. Um, I'll be uh, sure. So, uh, I think. I think I will obviously I'll watch it at some point I think with um, Rogue One obviously it has that scene at the end Darth Vader which is I saw that film twice in the cinema I think once with you lot and once with my family and I just remember seeing that scene and be like this is the first time that Darth Vader's actually been a terrifying villain Mm. and like the whole sequence is just perfect and you can see the fear in like all the characters' eyes as he as he slowly walks towards him. Oh yeah, that is it's just, mad. It's great. As a film overall, I it left a lot to be desired. Oh, I really enjoyed it. I'm just I trying like to remember the, I really like the bit where um, you know they have those like hammerhead battleships that destroy like I don't remember oh, yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was well cool. But that's never been in any other film, and they just the like whole, it in. the final act. I thought was great like the whole last sequence the whole fight on the planet as they try and do that do all that stuff or whatever when they try and get the death star stuff i thought that was great but i feel like just for the whole thing i didn't care about the characters yeah i don't know i don't know if it's just me but i don't think they did enough for me to feel bad that they all die at the end saving like getting this stuff I just didn't really care the guy as well he came out of nowhere and we were just supposed to care about him yeah oh yeah they um they wasted that there was that guy the blind guy who could like feel the the bullets or whatever through the force he could have been really cool but he had like no parts yeah that was the same um, is it Danny Trejo is Danny Trejo one of the people in it as well I don't know the actors I don't I don't Danny Trejo's machete, isn't he? Yeah, there's a guy that looks like him anyway, and he's really cool I, as well, and they give him, like, five seconds. Well, I, I, what I don't like about the one, the blind one who's 
like basically they like this is a Jedi. <laughs> like the whole thing about like a New Hope and stuff and all that is like there are no more Jedi's, and then they're like, here's one, but he's blind, but he's still a Jedi. I he's don't a... think he's meant to be a Jedi though, is he? He could just or feel just the Force. Like, sort of in, in he's a Force. Yeah. yeah, but isn't he doesn't that... use the Force. Oh. He can just sort of feel around yeah. him. He doesn't have a lightsaber either, so. Yeah, but that's not like. I think that's not really like you can still be a Jedi without having a lightsaber. I think that's just. I think you have to be a war. I think you have to be given a lightsaber for you to be a Jedi. I don't know. You know what? Let's not get. We might embarrass ourselves. Yeah, let's, let's not get into something we don't. We don't actually know a lot about. <laughs> but um. Anyway, do you think it's time for our closing trivia? Yeah, I think so. And and I hadn't planned this, but I realised I hadn't read it out, and I was like, "Well, this is quite a good fact, so we can't really leave it out." Apparently, Liam Neeson. Because he was six foot four, and I didn't know that before I read this, no idea. Apparently, he increased production costs by one hundred fifty thousand dollars because they had to rebuild all the all the door frames. Why would you build them before you knew how big your actors were? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. That's so stupid. I'm surprised they couldn't just let him stoop because that would have been, I don't know. Yeah, but he, he would have been a bit like Gandalf if he did that. That would have been cool. Yeah, well, that'll be a big discussion in the future. The Gandalf stuff. Mm. Anyway. So maybe. Continue, Tom. Well, I was just going to say, maybe in the Amazon Prime one, if they need a younger Gandalf, they'll get Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I think it could work. Ending strong. I've seen him with long hair. That'd be he's, he's had long hair in, in, in Qui Gon, hasn't he? Although, to be fair, Liam Neeson... I thought you just had a big ponytail. No, he had long hair. He looked like a samurai. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although, Liam Neeson seems to me... Well, from what I've seen of him, he seems to me that an actor that, even if he's trying to do an accent, he just sounds like his normal Irish self. Irish? Yeah, he did that. No matter what what he's in, he just sounds the same. I thought he was Scottish. He's from from Northern Ireland. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know why I thought he was Scottish. Anyway, we, we, end, ending very yeah. ending very Another strongly. Bit of trivia yeah. for everyone there at the end. Yeah. H- hope you enjoyed the Bring a Mitt podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. See ya. Yeah. I, I've enjoyed it. Yeah.